everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Evolving Through Experience, where we discuss and grow from every aspect, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically, and beyond. Today, guys, we have another special guest. Um, and I always tell you all my guests are special, but this one is real special because this is the first vegan that I ever had on the show. <laughs> and I always try to convert people to vegans, so they already know it. So uh, without further ado, we got Don Winters. How you feeling? Thank you for having me. I feel excellent. For sure. I'm glad to have you for sure. So obviously, you know, outside of before we even get to the vegan side, um, I wanted to have you on for a plethora of reasons. Um, I know we actually met. I forgot when we met. I think it was like around InvestFest time, correct? Yep, Upbeat. Upbeat. Okay. <laughs> they, they, that's my spot. That's my spot. I'm trying to get a sponsorship with them. They... Well, we're we going to keep working on that at the end of the day. So um, I just want to start from the beginning because um, at the end of the day, we all know life. Life. I'm sure you have had experiences yes. in life that has caused you to evolve to the person you are today, but also ultimately to the person you're going to be. So um, I just want to start from the beginning. Let's start from childhood because um, what what let, let's start from childhood and I'll just keep asking more questions, but no need to be nervous. So childhood, of course, um, it wasn't easy, but mm -hmm. there are lots of stories that's not easy. Mm -hmm. I grew up on the south side of Chicago. Okay. Um, a two-parent home initially in the beginning, mm -hmm. and then eventually my mom and my, my dad, they um, got a divorce. Mm -hmm. um, and so that then I was in a single-parent household. Mm -hmm. But I grew up in an era where drugs really became heavy on mm -hmm. the scene, especially in the black community. Mm -hmm. And I can almost yeah. literally tell you exactly mm -hmm. when my parents started doing drugs. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, growing up in that type of lifestyle, I always knew and wanted better for myself and mm -hmm. knew that I had to change and to change the trajectory of my life mm -hmm. um, by choosing to do different. And mm -hmm. so I did so. Correct. I love that, and and with that being said, I I, w I did not know that, so I'm glad we're, we're, we're of course I'm glad we're going into it. So I appreciate the transparency. So mm -hmm. at what time did that happen? That that divorce, or when did that separation they, happen? I had to be around the age of between eleven and twelve. Okay, that this was happening mm -hmm. because this was actually before high school. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I had to be you know early teenager, okay. teenage years. Okay, yeah, and, and I'm glad you said that because I think teenage years are, are obviously vital, pivotal parts. And I'm going to say this now. I was going to save this for earlier. Um, I know you said you was 12 then. And I told you personally when I first met you, I didn't, I, obviously I'm not going to say the age, but you look like you could be in your your, your early 20s, late 20s or whatever, mm -hmm. like really young. So, and then from our conversation, like I said, I still wouldn't have knew that until you told me. So mm -hmm. with that being said, as far as like before we even get to the teens or we could stick with teens, what around that age, because I think those are, mm -hmm. like, like I said, pivotal moments. Moment. So yeah. what was a an experience during that time that really shaped you to change you for the another trajectory for the better, obviously, still? So it just depends on what, because there, were, there, was, there mm -hmm. were a lot of instances where I had to change mm -hmm. things, whether it was my mindset with money, my mm -hmm. mindset with just wanting better mm -hmm. and not um, becoming a statistic uh, from the environment. Correct. And even diet, eventually. Mm -hmm. So, um, <laughs> let me see. So, growing up, I knew that, well, I always felt that I was more than mm -hmm. the south side of Chicago. I was mm -hmm. more than the circumstances that were before me. I just didn't know what I had to do to make the change or the people that I needed to connect with. Mm -hmm. But I know that it was something that I did feel. And my experience as far as the diet and getting older, 
um, as I was getting older or becoming mm-hmm. older where I can make my own decisions and I had autonomy over my own life, mm-hmm. I knew that it had to be something that I needed to change as far as my diet as well. I just mm-hmm. couldn't put my finger on it until I was gotcha. exposed to the right person. Okay. Um, and we, we definitely yeah. going to get to the diet. <laughs> well, I, I already gave it up, but we'll we'll talk about why that 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 change happened too. But okay. just to double back, because I know you said, you said, correct me if I'm wrong, you said your parents got introduced to drugs, correct? Yes. That caused, so yes. What, and that was around the same age, 12? Or when did around that happen 12, before? 13, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what was, um like, how did that, let's talk about that because, Ooh, uh, oh, that, deep. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about it. The only reason I say that is obviously if you're you're comfortable because mm-hmm. it's somebody else it's, out there that's it, saying we need age, to talk about it. a young woman mm-hmm. or or male that's dealing with that and having to see their parents go through this same phase. So what has helped you overcome that part too? Because they need to know that. Well, what helped me to over, well, it wasn't easy to overcome. Of, okay. Um. Of course. So I really didn't have any any choice. That's mm-hmm. just um transitioning through life. Mm-hmm. But. What I knew I had to do is do something different than what I was seeing my parents Mm -hmm. um, experience. So in doing that, I knew that when I had children, when it was Mm -hmm. time for me to have children, I didn't want my children to have to endure the things that I went through. Mm -hmm. Um, And it took it, it, it. Took me being transparent with my children and just making certain choices, mm-hmm. you know. So in those choices, I chose not to drink, so mm-hmm. I'm not a drinker. I chose not to smoke, and I'm so I'm not a smoker. Mm-hmm. And those are just not the environments I put myself mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. But that was consciously because of what I was experiencing. Mm-hmm. You know, during the times that my parents were getting high, like I was, I was subjected to a lot of things, mm-hmm. um, inclusive of being molested. Mm. So in those type of circumstances, I knew that I didn't want my children to experience, Mm -hmm. you know, what I had experienced. So I had to make Mm -hmm. clear, precise, conscious decisions. Decisions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and I I, I would say, let me ask you that, because again, that's something I I didn't know. Obviously, that's not something Mm -hmm. you're going around sharing. But again, I appreciate the transparency first and foremost. Um, Mm -hmm. And with you being saying that, I want to actually go into that more if you're comfortable because I just had a guest on here. Ooh, counseling session. No, nah, no. Nah, <laughs> hey, hey, look, and, and it's that, okay. Yeah, it's okay. That's what it's I, okay. I, I want to make okay. sure you're comfortable because it's I just okay. had a guest on here. And mm. it's funny you say that because, not funny, but you said that, but he just went through the same thing. And he's mm. 56 now, I believe. And he was molested at five and at age nine by mm. older male cousin and then mm. female neighbor. So, and I know this doesn't just happen to, to males. I know it just doesn't happen right. to women. Um, and I want people to understand that at these ages, those are vital ages, yes. of course. And then also how that affects other people. So yes. if you don't mind, let's talk about that more. Well, uh, it was happening during the times that my parents were getting high. You okay. know how you hear, I'm, I'm trying to think of the term because mm-hmm. it's not of my experience, but mm-hmm. you hear people say, like, they have kickbacks, mm-hmm. right? That's what I hear the younger people say. Oh, you but mean it, like a uh, withdrawals? No, or? kickback. I think it's called a kickback. Oh, like a party, party. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, I got yeah. you, yeah. Where people are, you know, just enjoying themselves, mm-hmm. so they call just enjoying themselves, getting high mm-hmm. or smoking or drinking or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. But just imagine those same individuals having children. Mm-hmm. And typically they like to tell the children, you know, go in the room, stay in the room mm-hmm. so they can do what the adults do. Mm-hmm. But not really monitoring what's happening with those Correct. children while they're in those rooms. Correct. It could be children or two children, multiple children. You mm-hmm. just don't, no, you no. don't know. And they're not really present mm-hmm. in the moments to actually 
manage or watch the children to make mm-hmm. sure that they're not being taken advantage of. Correct. And that happens to be mm-hmm. the things that were happening to me. Yeah, and, and I'm sorry to hear that first and foremost. And I also want to ask you with that, did you ever blame yourself? And then we can get into, did you blame your parents? I never blamed myself. I, I, I've never blamed my parents either. Mm. And um, I can't tell you as to why. I know when mm. I did go through counseling, I I did mention to my therapist that I, I don't hold my parents responsible mm. um, so much about my experiences, with my experiences, and the mm-hmm. reason why. I really feel like they did the best that they can do under the circumstances that they mm-hmm. had, you know. Because, um, again, we're talking about drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, and in order for me to move forward as an adult, and it m- might be the mature mindset, I mm-hmm. knew I-, I can't hold on to that mm-hmm. because that would enable me to move forward, you mm-hmm. know. So I've never looked back on the past and said, you know, I'm like this because you all mm-hmm. did that. I've never done that, yeah. you know. Um and I don't think that that's a productive mindset, even mm-hmm. though people do mm-hmm. succumb to that. But yeah. no, I don't feel I don't hold them responsible. I feel like they were really um, victims of what was put in our community intentionally. of and, course. Yes. And I mm-hmm. feel like they did the best that they can do. Mm-hmm. You know, I could have had a even or more worse type of situation mm-hmm. because there are those stories that's out there, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just thankful that I'm able to move forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I'm glad you said that because that goes into our the mind where I want to ask you about the, the level of consciousness you've been able to come to. So at what point would you say that happened? I know you said adulthood, you got therapy. So do you feel like you came to that level of consciousness there? Or obviously it started young and mm-hmm. it just obviously evolved. But where did you get to that mark right there where you just like, I don't blame them. You really sat down and realized you don't even blame them or yourself. I think when... I arrived to the age of 27, 25, 27. Okay. When I mm-hmm. met my husband as well. Okay. Um, because I I didn't have a good relationship with my father because of some other things that took place growing mm-hmm. up. And when my husband and I um came together, he told me, You you can't talk to your father like that. You mm-hmm. have to have more respect for your father because in order for you to be blessed, mm-hmm. you have to let go of whatever it is that you're holding. Mm-hmm. So I think it was my husband in the maturity age. You know, they mm-hmm. say that children don't really um, gain maturity until around the age, I think it's like 22 or 25, mm-hmm. when the frontal lobe starts yeah. to develop. So I do remember turning between 25 and 27 when I asked my mother to forgive me. Mm. So, yeah, I think it has something to do with the mature, the maturity or the, the mm-hmm. insight that one gains as they... Yeah. It's funny you say that. Why did why did you ask her for forgiveness and versus like vice versa if they blamed themselves? Because some of the things that my mother chose to partake in, I was acting out out of anger and being upset and feeling like mm-hmm. she should be a better parent mm-hmm. as opposed to saying, hey, she's doing the best that she can do under the circumstances. And you don't know exactly what it is that she experienced either when she was a child mm-hmm. or being able to in some not so much as she was a child, as she was growing, you don't know mm-hmm. what her experiences Correct. were. Um, and she had me at a very young age, so mm-hmm. she had to grow mm-hmm. up really, really fast. Yeah. And those are the things that I realized a little bit later in life. Because mm-hmm. even though I knew that my mother had me young, I didn't know the circumstances around it. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, she's no longer with us to ask her those questions. And so for my thank you. And my father, I've been able to ask certain mm-hmm. questions as to, you know, exactly what happened between 
the time, you know, that she conceived me and, mm-hmm. you know, just some of her life experiences. Yeah. So I was able to get that from my father. Okay. And, and I definitely want to go into that. But before I go into that, I, I just want to commend you because that mm-hmm. that's a beautiful mindset. And I, I, I think everybody doesn't get there in life. Um, I don't want to say, unfortunately, everybody's on their own timeline. So no diss to anybody else. But it's funny you say you caught that and you realize she's doing the best she could. At that moment, personally, I would say, I didn't realize that I didn't forgive my father for certain things mm-hmm. until I became a father. Mm. And then that's when that 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 next level and I'm 24. But so I didn't realize that until I became a father and I could see things from a father perspective. So okay. at that time, at like that 25, 27 age and you realized I was already a mother. You were, OK. So mm-hmm. I was going to ask you, did it was the did the mother you being a mother play a part or not? If you wasn't a mother at that time, I have no idea. And mm. you just gave me some insight. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what did it. I mm-hmm. have no idea. Yeah, you see, you see things from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. So with that, so with your father, what did he did he blame himself? Or well, did... he didn't blame. Mm-hmm. He did apologize. Okay. He never. Mm-hmm. One of the things that well, what he how he expressed it was he had no idea that this was mm-hmm. going on. So back to your question, you were saying, did I blame myself? Mm-hmm. No, I didn't blame myself. However, I was mad at the individuals, mm-hmm. not so much my mother and my father, but the individuals mm-hmm. that co- that committed the act. Yeah, I was mad at them, mm-hmm. and I had to muster up the bravery to be able to express it to my parents that this mm-hmm. happened to me too, and that happened in adulthood as well. Yeah. So that's when my father, you know, apologized, but he never, mm-hmm. yeah, he never, never blamed like, himself. Yeah, he never, and if he, I would never know. You He's know. never voiced that. Okay. Do you think he would voice it at this moment? If, if I that have is no idea. No idea. Okay. <laughs> and and it's, it's it's I see a similarity because it seems like everybody that I've known or spoke mm-hmm. to that has been through that unfortunate situation, and thankfully they've been over to over. Thankfully they've been able to mm-hmm. overcome it. I realize they all y'all all say the same thing that it was always hard to pretty much tell your parents. Mm-hmm. So I want to know, like, do you feel like, what do you feel like? I think everybody reasons is different and mm-hmm. it, that doesn't make anybody less or more. What do you feel like the reason is for you that it took you so long to tell them? Because okay. everybody could be different. So I just want to know that. Um, Shame. Shame. Okay. Shame. Mm-hmm. Um, Fear initially when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, But then eventually shame. shame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with that being said, I, I asked that because it's somebody else out there that's dealing with that now. Mm-hmm. And I want to know, what could you tell them? Because at the end of the day, that's not for you to be ashamed about. That's actually the person or the people that committed those acts that should be more than just ashamed yeah. at the end of the day. So it's like that the role should be reversed. So mm-hmm. I want you, I'm glad you said that because I want to know, what could you tell them out there, a male or a woman mm-hmm. right now that has been through that? And it's like... I don't know who to tell. I'm a child. I, I, I'm angry. Yeah. I'm ashamed to even say something. What could you tell them now to like, yo, you need to come out and let that out? Well, one, I would say that it's okay to feel these emotions. The mm-hmm. emotions that you feel are, are okay. Mm-hmm. However, sometimes emotions can also cause you to feel something about yourself that's not valid, that's not true. Mm-hmm. So... Because that's what emotions does, right? Mm-hmm. It can it, it can make you feel as though what I'm feeling is accurate, whether it's I'm feeling bad about myself, I'm feeling bad about my parents, I'm mm-hmm. feeling bad about the situation. Because the point, the, 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 the fact is, is that these things that happened to you were not your fault. Mm-hmm. 
So the emotions that they have caused are also not your fault. And Mm. it's okay to let someone know exactly what took place with you. Mm. Because one of the things that I find is that as long as you carry those emotions with you and you don't let someone know what's happening with you, that it's going to affect you in the long run, because that's mm-hmm. that's a lot of that's a lot of pain for someone to, to carry, especially a child, mm-hmm. you know. And then to go into adulthood is almost like you're still dealing with that child that was mistreated, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and that can affect you in other areas in your life. Mm-hmm. So the sooner that, not so much you get over it, because I don't. That's not something you can easily get over. But the right. sooner that you seek help, or the mm-hmm. sooner that you lean on to lean on someone to seek for advice, mm-hmm. um, the better you off you will be as an adult. Correct. You know, mm-hmm. I know for for me, that's what I would say to the child. Okay. And I know for me, what it what it what it kind of um, do as you are raising your children is almost like you hover over them, you mm-hmm. know? Because with with raising my children, one of the things was you can't go over other people's house <laughs> to mm-hmm. spend a night. They can mm-hmm. come over here and mm-hmm. I'm monitoring, I'm walking, mm-hmm. um, the doors are open, people mm-hmm. are sleeping separate. You know what I'm yeah. So it 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 kind of puts you in the mindset of, you know, I even have to catch myself to today. Um, with my grandchild or my grandchildren, mm-hmm. it's like, do you know them parents? Do you mm-hmm. do you know, you know, do you know? Is, is there a male in the house? Mm-hmm. Is there, a, you know, and those yeah. type of things? Like, so it kind of affects you even Correct. as an adult. And that's understandable. And I, I feel like, is there is there a middle ground before? Because do you feel or have you been told that you're being overprotective? But obviously mm. for good reasons, coming from a great place. But at the same time, it's also coming from a place because you've been through a yeah. situation that you like you got to see everything every, every moment that right. it could somewhat be overbearing for your grandchildren or mm. your children. Like, how does that how do you work through that for you or have you? I, I'm sure you have been working mm. through it. So what has been some of the things, whether that's feedback from your from your children or your grandchildren? Mm-hmm. How, how has that feedback been for somebody else that needs that? Well, I'm dealing with this now. Of course. Um, <laughs> I haven't been told mm-hmm. that I'm being overbearing. Mm-hmm. I haven't I haven't been told that. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that they're not thinking that. Y'all thinking that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I haven't been told that. And mm-hmm. then the other thing is, is I'm I'm catching I, I catch myself. Mm-hmm. So this recent um um spend a night out mm-hmm. I was like do you know do you know do you know and then mm-hmm. midway I said to myself you can't do this mm-hmm. you can't do this you know you have to trust mm-hmm. you've given her everything that she needs to um to be able to consider the situation mm-hmm. or to to have you know just all the devices to be able to make a sound decision right. and I have to know that I've given that to my children mm-hmm. so Sometimes I catch myself, mm-hmm. but I, I I know where it's coming from. I yeah. know where it stems from. Of so I don't know is if is if looking back and listening to it, this this mm-hmm. is like counseling. This mm-hmm. is like counseling. <laughs> if I would consider that I've healed mm-hmm. with that type of mindset and behavior, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. 
And, and, and I think that's okay because mm -hmm. that's why I call this evolving. It's not just a one-day thing. You don't evolve today and mm -hmm. you don't need to evolve no more. It's a, it's a continuous process. So mm -hmm. you may have overhealed, you may have healed from that, but it may be other factors in those same mm -hmm. situations that need more attention one-on-one yeah. -on -one because, like you said, it could transmute into other, other things, things, other 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 issues yeah. that recreate a whole more, more issues than need be. And now you got to heal for more things. So before yeah. I transition um, to the next topic, Topic, I'm sure we'll double back too. I want to ask you what um, what has been like some of the biggest things like since you've spoken with your father that has brought you peace or even with your mother before she has passed. Well, the the peace that I have with my father is that I have to accept him for who he is. Mm -hmm. We're still growing. There's still situations. However, he's my father mm -hmm. and I only get one. Mm -hmm. So I'm making the best of our relationship. Mm -hmm. And if there are some things that I am displeased with, and there there are, and mm -hmm. I'm sure it is for him as well, being able to talk about it and talk through it. And then at, at the end of the day, I have to make a sound decision that he's his own person. Mm -hmm. He has his own journey. Mm -hmm. And I have my own journey. Mm -hmm. And I can't sit back and judge him. Mm -hmm. All I can do is be his daughter. Correct. And, and I'm and I'm glad you said that. And I think I, I feel like we a lot of people say this at the end of the day. I do understand and, and consider it a fact. It's a fact that obviously we are we have our parents. But mm -hmm. do you feel like some people and not you, but just in general, that sometimes they justify it so much that they allow their parents to overwalk them and not take accountability for certain things? Obviously, like I said, without judgment, but at the same time, it somewhat becomes being taken advantage of by your parents. Do you feel right. like that's just do you feel like that happens a lot where it's justified? No. Being taken mm -hmm. taken advantage of by anyone is not mm -hmm. justifiable. Mm -hmm. But what we have to do as individuals is we have to know what our boundaries are. Mm -hmm. You know, and I've been there and mm -hmm. I've had to set boundaries. Mm -hmm. And they're not um boundaries where they're not justifiable. They mm -hmm. are. I have to mm -hmm. protect me at the end Correct. of the day. I have to Agree. protect me and we're I'm an adult now. Mm -hmm. And so I have that ability and mm -hmm. I I honor that, mm -hmm. you know, and because I have to protect me Correct. to make sure that I'm okay first. What did, mm -hmm. what what is it that they say you put your mask on first? I have to mm -hmm. protect me first. Yeah. And that's the responsibility that I owe to myself and mm -hmm. accountability that I have for myself. So Correct. And was that when you said when you say that happened, same age, 20, 20, 25, 27? The boundaries? Yeah, the boundaries. Now I I was taught that from my therapist. Okay. So I had a situation with one of my family members, and I was telling her, you know, what I was experiencing. And she said to me, why do you allow that type of energy to come mm -hmm. into your space? And I was mm -hmm. like, but what do you mean? She said, if that individual was to call you, and you know that every time they come into your presence or interact with you, that's the energy that they're bringing. You don't think that you have the right to make a decision not to allow that energy to come mm -hmm. into your space at that time. Mm -hmm. You can call them back at a later time when you're ready to deal with the energy. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow. That was one of the, out of all of the sessions I've had with her, that was the biggest thing that I walked away from. Mm -hmm. So setting those boundaries and choosing when you're going to interact with that individual regardless of who it is correct and do you when did you start therapy was you always a mm. fan of therapy first or was I, you opposed to it i was never against therapy i just mm. didn't know how to seek it okay okay mm. and so one day i was listening to a podcast mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's the podcast was titled black girls therapy okay okay and they talked about therapy therapists in the Atlanta area. 
Mm. And that's how I found a therapist. Okay. Hey, mm-hmm. I'm definitely gonna check that out. I never, I never <laughs> heard of them, but that's what's up. So therapy. So and I, and what are some other forms of therapy? Because I always tell people mm. it's not always having to go sit down on the couch and mm-hmm. talk to somebody. It's mm-hmm. other forms of therapy. So outside of that form of therapy, what are some other forms of therapy that help you today? Because at the end of the day, I think mm-hmm. people think you evolve and you become great beings, but at the same time, you still have other things that that you have to deal with. So what are some other forms of therapy? For well, you? one of the big ones for me is like what we're doing now, mm-hmm. right? So listening to podcasts, listen, mm-hmm. listening to um, experiences that people have experienced mm-hmm. and what the tools that they use to be able to mm-hmm. get past whatever it is mm-hmm. that, you know, they're going through. Yeah. So I find that to be real big. And of course, self-care. Mm-hmm. So, and then sometimes you don't know what self-care looks like. And then you also have those that don't believe in listening to podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, that's what I use. I okay. wake up listening to a podcast to help mm-hmm. set my tone, yeah. especially when it's dealing with the mindset. Of course. Because that's the biggest thing. If you if you don't have the mindset, mm-hmm. then you're not going to get the end result mm-hmm. that you're looking for. Correct. And unfortunately, a lot of people that have experienced whatever type of trauma, some mm-hmm. sit in it, some mm-hmm. are looking to move past it. Correct. So... Yeah. And do you do you meditate as well? I don't not yeah. at this moment. Not at this moment? Well, it just depends mm-hmm. because meditation can be in all mm-hmm. t- all forms. Okay. So sometimes I mean I pray. Okay. That's a form of meditation. Okay. Got I you. do pray. I pray yeah. all the time. I got you. <laughs> no, nah, and it, I, there's nothing wrong with that. Um mm-hmm. I want to ask you so the transitioning so your husband, so I know you said you met him right mm-hmm. on 27, tw- mm-hmm. 25, 23. 23? Okay, yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about that phase because that, that's also on here. I want to talk about that. How did that come about? Because I want to ask you how has you how have you evolved from that? Because marriage is not a simple thing. I think oh, people no. think marriage is simple. <laughs> I'm not married or nothing, but I just know from seeing, but speaking with somebody that is married, I want to get into that. Well, so how, how did y'all meet? Well, we were at Bible study okay. and... My husband, well, I had already had my experiences mm-hmm. and, and not saying there were many, but I mm-hmm. had my experiences. I so I knew I needed something different in my life. Mm-hmm. I knew that I needed um, just I was ready for something different. Mm-hmm. So my husband happened to answer a question mm-hmm. and I was like, man, that was so profound. Mm-hmm. Who is that? <laughs> so I was intrigued because you know we right we have yeah. all of these different sides to us. Yeah. So he fed that intellectual side mm-hmm. of me, and so that's when I was like, I need to get to know him, mm-hmm. and we became friends, and then mm-hmm. eventually we got okay. married. Okay, twenty three, <laughs> and then y'all got married when? But it was around twenty five. Twenty five. I was okay. around twenty five. Around twenty five. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now that y'all already got married, so what has been some of the challenges? Because at the end of the day, mm-hmm. um, I, I know marriage. I don't think any relationships are easy. Mm-hmm. Truth be told, but marriages, I would I would say, is a different type. So okay. what has been some of the challenges? And then we're gonna go into some of the to the positive sides too. Okay. I mean, it's all positive, but just to focus yes. on that, if that makes sense. Well, communication. I think, mm-hmm. and I know we hear communication all the time, mm-hmm. but communication is not just us having a conversation, Mm -hmm. but actually hearing each other. Mm -hmm. And I think, it's not that I think, I know. Mm -hmm. That has taken time. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm happy to be in that place where Mm -hmm. we can can even say, even if we disagree with each other, we can Mm -hmm. say to each other and really hear each other. Mm -hmm. You know, not saying that we, I have to see his side or Mm -hmm. take his side or vice versa, Mm -hmm. but we can at least... Say what it is that we're feeling mm-hmm. and make sure that we're being heard mm-hmm. um, and respectful 
Of course. Yeah. Of course. What has been some of the biggest things he's he's taught you and then vice versa? Oh, my husband has opened my eyes to a lot of things, especially travel. Okay. So Okay. Um, oh yeah, we're getting into that. You already know. <laughs> you know so my husband is um <laughs> there is an age difference. Okay. <laughs> And like I said, y'all both in, like probably in your thirties, thirty one. Okay, we're gonna go ones. with that. Yeah, we're gonna go with that. <laughs> but um, so you know, like I said, even in the beginning, he mm. was the one that told me, "Hey, you can either respect your father, you cannot keep talking to your father like this." So mm-hmm. he he's helped me to grow in a lot of mm-hmm. areas, and. He's also helped me to be able to see myself because sometimes mm-hmm. we can be <laughs> so caught up with everything but what we need to with ourselves. Mm-hmm. We see everyone else yeah. but ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the bigger um, parts of being ma- being married. Mm-hmm. In a marriage, that individual helps you to grow mm-hmm. because they hold you accountable. Mm-hmm. You know, not being in the marriage, I could say what I want to say, do mm-hmm. what I You hear the women. You hear, yeah. I could do what I want. I'm my own this, mm-hmm. not my own... When you're married, mm-hmm. mm, different story. It's a different story, mm-hmm. right? They gonna call you out on your mm-hmm. stuff, but it, it not only call you out. I'm saying in a good way, mm-hmm. but it causes you to change and evolve, evolve into the person that yeah. you need to be. No, mm-hmm. for sure, and, and as you should. Do you feel like? Let me ask this, and everybody' answer is different. Do you feel like your 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 significant other is responsible for your happiness? No, 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 okay. absolutely not, absolutely mm-hmm. not. Now. It's up to me to make myself happy. Mm -hmm. And then whatever he brings, Mm -hmm. then I add that to what I've already done. Because if you you wait on another individual, you will not be be happy. There you go. There you go. (laughs) So what has some of the biggest things you've taught him that he's told you? Mm, That's a good question. That would be a good question question we, to ask uh, him. We're going to have to ask him. <laughs> got you, got you. So let's transition to this vegan life. I want to okay. know, and, and I'm saying vegan lightly because yeah. I don't want to use, do the, the titles and everything. The titles. But just for the lack of a better word right now, I ain't even going to say plant-based because we know they, the plant, plant, plant-based mean they're making out of plants, but right. that's a whole nother story. Right. So what has transitioned to this, let's just say, healthier vegan side, quote-unquote, lifestyle? What helped me to transition? Yeah, what, what how started, did I tra- yeah, it's both. How did, what helped you, what, what caused you to, and then we'll get Ooh, from there. Okay, so I had bad allergies. Okay. Okay, I still have allergies today, mm-hmm. but they're nowhere near mm-hmm. um, like they were. Mm-hmm. So... This one particular time, my aunt, my youngest aunt, who I always wanted to walk in her footsteps and be just like her, mm-hmm. she changed her diet. She became vegan. Mm-hmm. And so one day she brought me a meal. Mm-hmm. And when I first ate the meal, I was like, what in the world is this? Mm-hmm. I wasn't used to tasting herbs and mm-hmm. tasting life, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's what it tastes like, a lot of herbs. Mm-hmm. And so um, I thought she was crazy. Mm-hmm. But... Like I said, I was experiencing a lot of mm-hmm. allergies to the point where sometimes I couldn't even go outside mm-hmm. um, because they were just that bad. Mm-hmm. So we had Thanksgiving dinner and we had the common Thanksgiving meal, the ham, mm-hmm. the turkey, the cornbread dressing, the chip, the, the chitterlings, the yeah. Yeah, macaroni, all type of um Cakes and pies, you know, the Mm -hmm. grandmama house, everyone came to grandma's house and we ate everything that we could under the sun. Mm -hmm. Um, The next day I was sick. Mm -hmm. And so it it Mm. opened. And I was like I said, I was old enough to be able to be able to discern certain things. Mm -hmm. So at that time, I was like, it's something that I I ate. Mm -hmm. It's something that was on that table. Mm -hmm. Don't know what it is, but I had already been introduced to veganism. Mm -hmm. So. 
that's when I was like, I, ha I have to change this change because it. the allergies were that bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to the point where sometimes I couldn't go to school mm -hmm. or I would be balled up in the bed, mm -hmm. dealing with migraines. Mm -hmm. It's like, I have to like change so, this. Yeah. I have to change this. And that was my introduction to... Um, that transition. Yeah, because yeah. I, look, I, was, I, I paused because <laughs> I was like, do I want to say vegan yeah, or do I, I want to say plant-based we'll say transition <laughs> without my transition transition yeah um and, I, and I'm glad you said that because I think a lot of people know this those same situations mm -hmm. the high blood pressure it's not just mm -hmm. allergies but mm -hmm. high blood pressure kidney arteries clogged mm -hmm. I think they know these issues go on and it's like no I'm not going to make any changes so I think at the end of the day like you said it's a mindset thing right. people got to get to the mindset and I'm not saying everybody has to go vegan but if you're knowing certain things are causing, causing you life harm. issues yeah. like it's literally life or death you right. either evolve or you're not right. so it's life or death and I realized and if you're not going to change because I changed because my, my my aunt had to give up a kidney for my grandmother mm. and, and, and also I know other people that was vegan before like my uncle and I'm just seeing how healthy they are because um, how long have you been vegan? Ooh, 30 years 30 years See, I thought you was about to Be say 18 because no, I was about to say you 20. 30, no. Yeah, because no, I, know, I know that because my point is, look how it has, has helped you mm -hmm, to be look mm -hmm, so young. Mm -hmm. And be young, not even look, but be so young. So that's why I asked that. But I think, again, it just comes down to the mindset at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. People wanting to change their life for the better. Um, so with that being said, before I even, before I transition, what my next question was, so you 30 years, right? Mm -hmm. 30 years. So 30 years strong. What has been the process? Like, how has that even evolved? Because I know when I first started coming vegan, it was like, it was a process. So how mm -hmm. was that process for you? Well, for me, being that I was so young at the time, I just stopped doing everything. Mm -hmm. You know, my advice now to people that are looking to transition is to do it um, slowly, right? Mm -hmm. Just take one thing out, decide over a period of time, and mm -hmm. then introduce something different. different. But I was young. I just jumped Jump. full in. Because first yeah. off, I was tired of feeling the way I was feeling. Facts. And I had already been introduced to mm -hmm. it. And I had someone close. It wasn't a friend. It was an aunt mm -hmm. that I can easily call and say, hey, what am I going to do about the milk? What yeah. am I going to do about this? What am I going to do mm -hmm. about that? And I want to note that at the time that I became vegan mm -hmm. or plant-based or transitioned, mm -hmm. These products that we have on the shelf were not there. Yeah. So I was making my milks. I was making my, um, like they, the seitan. Mm -hmm. I was making mm -hmm. all of these things from scratch. scratch I yeah. couldn't walk into a store. Mm -hmm. And as a matter of fact, everyone thought I was crazy. Yeah. Everyone thought I was crazy. Mm -hmm. But now they want to know, how did I do it? What are yeah. you doing? What did you do? I wish I went with you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Life caught up, right? Life caught up. And, and I think it's still a learning lesson because I don't think it's too late for anybody. No. At the end of the day, it comes down to your mindset. But I, I'm glad you said you started cooking everything from scratch. People think I'm crazy still. Mm -hmm. Some of my friends, they be thinking I'm about to go back. But um, I'm glad you said that because, you know, I've been working on something, right? So I'm mm -hmm. glad your son is here, too, because I know y'all <laughs> said y'all been cooking. So we need to have a conversation about that because I need something like that real soon. Mm -hmm. But um, but outside of that, so now I want to go to um, traveling. Okay. So I know you say your husband introduced traveling a lot mm -hmm. to you. Before then, you wasn't a fan of traveling or <laughs> just it wasn't like a priority or what was it? Well, I was a young black girl from the ghettos of America. Mm -hmm. you, I mean, that yeah. your mindset was only Different, so yeah. right until I was introduced to it. Makes you know, sense, of course. It's rare Exposure. that you, you, you're you introduced. It's rare that you come across mm -hmm. African-Americans that likes travel, mm -hmm. you know, or in my circle. 
to, yeah, you know. Got it, you, yeah. It, let me just, you know, in my circle. So my husband's family, on his father's side, they're from Panama. On okay. his mother's side, they're from Barbados and mm-hmm. Antigua. Mm-hmm. And so they travel, mm-hmm. you know, they travel. So one of the things that I know impact mm-hmm. my life with us coming together mm-hmm. is that he's exposed me mm-hmm. and my children mm-hmm. to traveling. Got you. Yeah. Nah, for sure. And uh, I'm glad you said that. So h- how many children do y'all have together? We have six. six. We have six, six children. Four Le- boys, two girls. C- congratulations. <laughs> that, hey, I-, I commend you, and we're going to definitely <laughs> talk about that because I'm one and done. I-, 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 I can't do it. I can, but I don't want to do it. I'm good. So <laughs> so as far as before I even go back to the children and the tra- traveling, I want to mm-hmm. go into, obviously, you know, the-, the motherland that you just came from. How long okay. was you out there for? Well, recently I had gone to, as a recent, South mm-hmm. Africa in Kenya. Mm-hmm. Like a, a little shot of a month. Okay. Yeah. That, that, that's mm-hmm. super dope. I, I need that experience. You, the furthest yes, I've been is yes. Australia, but I'm dying. <laughs> I'm, I'm dying but living to get to, to Africa. I, I need to hit pretty much as many countries as I can yes, in Africa. Yes, yes. Africa is a, a continent, guys. Um, but I want to talk about that, be, about your experience in Africa. Okay. That That's really special to my heart because, like, okay. I, I don't, like I know I'm gonna be emotional when I go out there because I, I just are. know so much has been taken from us and obviously they still take it from it. Um, even though Africa is the richest continent in the world, isn't it? Um, on this planet, but um, I want to talk about that because I know a lot of people think. I know we see the propaganda that you go on TV, fifty mm. cent a day will feed a child that's running mm. around barefoot, uh, one hand and mother mother nowhere to be found. It, yes. All the BS, and at the end of the day, I want people to understand that's not what, what Africa you see, is. Right. Not that's not all of Africa. Right, it's, right. It's, probably, it's probably not even right. the majority. It's, it's far not even from, the majority. Not the majority for sure. Right. It's probably a small percentage, but they focus on that and make it seem like that's the only thing. And as a child, when I was younger, that's all I seen. So right. I wasn't right. exposed to understanding it's more. It, it, it's, it's millionaires, billionaires over mm-hmm. there that that have communities taking care yes. of their family. So I want to go into that. So it's a lot of things that we're not exposed mm-hmm. to. And that's intentional as well, just like with everything else. Facts. Um they do have a small I mean, a percentage of those that are in poverty, just mm-hmm. like we do. Of course. They have a percentage that are homeless, just mm-hmm. like we do. Facts. They have a percentage of crime, just like we do. Mm-hmm. Um, so for people to focus on that the continent is experiencing these type of things and not looking at the fact that it's in our backyard, too, <laughs> is really interesting yeah. to me. Um, because it is, you know, we want to shed light <laughs> on what's there, but we don't want to shed light on what's happening here. Mm-hmm. So, but my experience was wonderful. Um, so this past trip, like I said, was South Africa, and we had visited Johannesburg and Durban, South Africa, mm-hmm. and then we jumped over to Nairobi, Kenya, and then back over to South Africa, and then back that here. That was just hopping around. And that's typically what we do, <laughs> yeah. because let me tell you, to buy a ticket... When you go on the continent to travel from country to country is almost as it's not almost it is. Mm-hmm. It's like going from state to state. OK. So once you're in, on the continent, it's less expensive for you to visit another country mm-hmm. when you're on that side. Makes sense. Yeah. So once we went, we flew into South Africa, then we jumped to Nairobi and then we jumped back to South Africa and mm-hmm. then came home. Okay. And then the trip before that, we went to 
South Africa, and then we jumped to Ghana, and then mm-hmm. back to South Africa, Got and you. then came home. Because, mm-hmm. again, it's almost like you're going from state to state. Yeah. And so with that, I want to ask you, what was the most impactful moment of this trip? Because I know you've been this more one? than once. Yeah, I know you've been more than once. So out of mm. everything you've seen on this trip, or even, matter of fact, we can go over your entire time that you've ever that been I've here. traveled. What mm-hmm. has been your most impactful experience or thing you witnessed? Well, I'm going to say <laughs> my most impactful experience on this trip was mm-hmm. actually visiting Kenya and looking at my son's apartment. My mm-hmm. oldest son purchased an apartment to Airbnb in Kenya. Mm-hmm. So it gave me a lot of joy because that's what we've mm-hmm. been at. Again, we've been exposing mm-hmm. the children too. So for him to make an investment mm-hmm. in Africa is important to me. Whew. Hey, I'm, hey, I, I wouldn't have known that. That that's lit. I definitely need to do that. It's funny you said that because I just got rid of my Airbnb and I just re- rented it out to a regular tenant. And, mm. and Trey, he's been Airbnb for a long time. He doesn't do it anymore now, but we pretty much transitioned. So at the end of the day, I transitioned. I, I'm not opposed to air, against Airbnb. I would do it again. Um, now that I've learned from my first two experiences and mm-hmm. just scaling it up. Um, but that would definitely be something. What, mm-hmm. what, what part of Africa did he uh, has that? It's in? Nairobi. Nairobi. Mm-hmm. Okay. And mm-hmm. how was how that? Probably he lives out there, or he just no. He, okay. Okay. So <laughs> now I, I need had that purchased process. right. Yeah. I had purchased a um, well. I was looking to purchase an inexpensive ticket when I found out mm-hmm. that two of my friends were going to Kenya, mm-hmm. and so. I perched, I was getting ready to purchase. Then I realized that mm-hmm. I couldn't go. Mm-hmm. So then I called my oldest son. I was like, do you want to go to Kenya? Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah. So I purchased the ticket and sent him instead mm-hmm. of, you know, going mm-hmm. myself. And so he was able to experience it. And when I tell you that, like, he was calling, mm-hmm. like, this is nice. Do you yeah. know how much this costs? Do you know what I, the services yeah. that I got here? Mm-hmm. You know, so it was a good experience for, for him. Mm-hmm. So when one of his friends that he made there had asked him that he want to um, do an Airbnb. He mm-hmm. was all for it. Yeah. So. See, see, that's the that's the type of things that make me want to be spontaneous and just if I didn't have a child. I would just be like, yo, let, I'm going to book a flight tomorrow and just figure the rest out mm-hmm. to go there. But um, no, nah, that, that's really dope. So with that being said, outside of one of the most impactful experiences, um, and I guess this would go hand in hand, what has been some things that they've shown you out there that, because obviously we know the propaganda that we yes. see, but what have they, like with communication you've had with different people out there, what has some of the things they exposed you to or le- taught you? So first off, the quality of life mm-hmm. that, our people, people that look just like us, mm-hmm. are having outside of America and not being faced with the same um, fear of the police mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. it's just a different quality of life that mm-hmm. we're not privy to being here in America. Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't know that until you go. Mm-hmm. I'm, again, I'm not saying that they're not going through anything that's like political mm-hmm. or but so are we, mm-hmm. you know, and to actually see the majority is us mm-hmm. and they're living life. Mm-hmm. It's amazing because mm-hmm. we don't see that here. Yeah. We don't see that here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also want to mention my other profound experience mm-hmm. is when we took our younger boys, our younger mm-hmm. sons, because they're mm-hmm. not boys, our younger sons mm-hmm. to South Africa and Ghana and to get their perspective mm-hmm. on them seeing um the slave dungeons, like they like to call them slave castles, but the slave dungeons. And to be able to see the life that young people like them are living in mm-hmm. Africa. Mm-hmm. That was profound. Mm-hmm. That was the trip before last. What 
and I always hear about that, uh, and I know I, they always hear it's obviously an emotional roller coaster, just mm-hmm. just witnessing. So, do you mind sharing like your experience of seeing that? And it's funny they call it castles, and it's and not a castle. It's far from a castle, but mm-hmm. obviously you know the wording is intentional that they do. So, what was that experience for you? For me, both times, because that even though we took them the mm-hmm. last time, that was for their for them to experience, and I had went the trip before then. Mm-hmm. I had went to Ghana and went to the slave dungeons. Um, it's a lot of anger. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of pain mm-hmm. because it's like the way it makes me feel, this crime that was committed, Genocide. we have no one to, no one is charged from for the crime. <laughs> and we're still dealing with that separation from our family. Because one of the things that I experienced is that the people that's given the tours, a lot of them, with the exception of the video that I sent you where the young man, the the gentleman said, this is your history. Because I asked him, Mm -hmm. again, this was my second time. Mm -hmm. I've been to Elmina and I've been to uh, Cape Coast. Mm -hmm. And I've been to both of those twice. That was my Mm -hmm. second time. And every time I interacted with the person giving the tour, they can't really... The empathy and the sympathy is not really there because mm-hmm. it's not, it didn't happen they to them. Relate. They can't relate. They can't relate. But for the last um, tour guide to say, this is your history that we're teaching. Hmm. This is your, we're talking about what happened to you and your people, to you, those of you that, those of you that are in the diaspora. Mm. So for you to come back shows that you all had the strength to survive and he said that it proves to us. I can't remember exactly everything that he said, but mm-hmm. for him to hear him say that, mm-hmm. because so, is this disconnect that mm-hmm. not all of not all of those that's indigenous to Africa, but mm-hmm. to this disconnect is mm-hmm. almost like because I'm I'm seeing the social media post, mm-hmm. um, the things that's on YouTube is like well the African American don't know their lineage, they don't know where they come from, but it's almost like but I'm still your cousin, I'm mm-hmm. still your sister, I'm still your brother, and huh. you shouldn't shame me for that because it wasn't my choice mm-hmm. that this happened to me, mm-hmm. you know. So it saddens me when I see that, but it brought me so much joy when that tour guy had said yeah. that to me. Yeah and, yeah, and I think it's unfortunate because I know you said that, and I think that's good, but do you also feel like they don't understand that it's also their history to some degree too? Yes, I don't like, think that they understand that. But until we make the connection, because again, just like anything else that is um, has been planned or strategically mm-hmm. put in place right, for the intention. disconnect, this is the same. This mm-hmm. has this is with this as well. Mm-hmm. It's in t- it's intentionally planned of for us not to come together. Of course. So how how do you feel like that 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 connection could happen? Because I, I see I know you've been there several times. I've seen you in the villages. How do you feel like that connection could happen? Well, us continuing to educate, mm-hmm. educate educating them on our history as well as them Vice versa. with us. Mm-hmm. Because I've learned a lot this past trip. Even how marriage, you know, the proposal of marriage mm-hmm. and the different gifts that mm-hmm. you have to give, you know, you just can't marry their daughters. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to prove that, number one, you can take care of their daughters. Mm-hmm. So they want to make sure that their daughters are going in the right household. So mm-hmm. even something is like that, yeah. like I had to, I was taught that. And it's mm-hmm. like, wow. Mm. That, that's interesting. We, we shack yeah. up here. Yeah. <laughs> you look up, you hey. get married. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> and, and with that, I want to ask, um, oh, man, not to lose my train of thought. 
uh, I'll come back to it when they come back mm-hmm. to me. But as far as that, so who, who how was that? What was the other process of like marrying somebody over there for them when you got when it was explained to you? Well, um. I'm trying to think because I'm not really, I wasn't really looking um, for it because yeah, I'm already married, you. having my children. Well, no, well, no, no, not in the sense of like you was looking, but no, just no, no, like no, no. I'm saying as far yeah. as the info, it was okay, like, what okay, did I really okay. keep? You yeah, know, yeah, I got you, know. you, I got you. Um, I think it's done more respectful. Oh, mm-hmm. and I think it with the relationships and it, I'm sure it's not all um, mm-hmm. with all relationships that's mm-hmm. there, but the relationships that are built are built on the intent to marry mm-hmm. as opposed to here, you know, it could be just getting together or you, mm-hmm. you're you not pursuing this woman or pursuing this man with the interest of marriage. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's one of the things that was eye opening that they're that's what they're raised mm-hmm. to ha- start have a family. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it makes sense, as you should. But um, I want to ask this then. I don't remember my other question just yet. But <laughs> when you first went for the first time, the first did time. you ever go with expectations? Or did you just mm. obviously with an open mind, but at the same time with some level of expectation, would you say you went with any? My first time on the continent, um, well, I hmm, because I went to Israel as well some years ago. That mm-hmm. was really my first trip. And a lot of people don't like to um include that in mm-hmm. Africa, but it is. It's northeastern mm-hmm. Africa. Egypt and too, it, but right. They, they, they don't. They, they don't claim that. So my <laughs> first trip to South Africa was by myself. I didn't know what to expect, honestly. Mm-hmm. I didn't ex- I wasn't expecting anything bad mm-hmm. or um I just went because mm-hmm. I had a friend that was there. Yeah. And it had to be good because mm-hmm. as a matter of fact I had two friends that went mm-hmm. to South Africa. And so my first trip to South Africa, it was it was by myself. Mm-hmm. And I just went to survey the land to yeah, see, see if I actually like South Africa mm-hmm. and would consider moving there. So I'm glad you said that. Because <laughs> I'm glad you said that. Um, I, I would definitely be not. I'm definitely far from opposed to moving there mm-hmm. just because I, I actually I'm, I'm already planning to move out the country. Um, yes. it, it's in the process. Um yeah, I've been I've been talking about it and I, I got a date set for it. I just have a lot of things over here. So I, I think when I say move, I'll probably be gone for three months and go somewhere and then, else. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I have so much over here that it's not like I can just pick up and go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If I, I I mean I could though. You could. But uh, it, that's a risk. That's a big <laughs> risk. So um so are you planning on doing that move yes. still? Okay. Yes. What, what's your time frame? Well, hopefully by the end of 2024. 2024? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm glad you said that because I was going to ask you this. When you do, when is the next time you go? Or do you like, do y'all travel in groups? Because I really want to go. You want to go. I want to <laughs> go. And I think, I don't know if I'm, I, I think when the first time I go, I'm not going to take my son. Because yeah. I just want to get yeah. the full experience for myself because like me, I, I like to move around and I, mm-hmm. I, I could be quicker than obviously having him. And he's young too. So mm-hmm. I don't think I really would want to take him on that long of a flight. And mm-hmm. I don't think his mom would want to bring him on that long of a flight <laughs> either. So I just want to ask you, when is the next time you are going? Well, as of right now, as far as I understand the conversation that my husband and I have had, mm-hmm. he said, we're not taking any more trips. The next trip is out of here. So, <laughs> oh man! Hopefully he reconsider. If he reconsider, just let him know I, I'm down. Like just, just let me know. Like just let me yes. know because I, I would really love to go. I want to go out there. Not just I don't mind going by myself by any means. I will definitely do that. But if I go out there and somebody that's already had the experience right, right, or right. familiar with certain things, let me know what to watch out for. I'm definitely for it. So if you, whenever that is playing, if he does reconsider, and I think mm-hmm. that's part of evolving, so he will reconsider. I'm gonna man- <laughs> manifest that. Make sure he reconsider, bro. I appreciate that. Because I definitely mm-hmm. want to get out there. But um, before we, uh, I want to cl- uh, transition to, 
obviously the soap evolving. Yes. The soap, soap. Yes. Most of, one of the most important things that people right. need. But um, and at the end of the day, that's what we introduced, truth be told. But they still rob in Africa. So yes. let's talk about that. I want to talk about your your, your business. Okay, so. We, I run, we run a mm -hmm. bath and body company, mm -hmm. um, a vegan bath and body company, I might add, plant-based <laughs> <Transition>. <laughs> bath and body company. Yeah. So we make soaps, bath mm -hmm. bombs, lotion, mm -hmm. body oils, body butters, mm -hmm. liquid soap, regular bar soap, mm -hmm. all type of soap. <laughs> so yes, that's what we do. <laughs> okay. And what what create what made y'all decide y'all wanted to do that? So let me tell you this. Mm -hmm. Of course, with anything like you know that mm -hmm. now you're vegan, a lot mm -hmm. of things you make yourself, including mm -hmm. you might conjure up some type of yeah. oil to rub yeah. down because you know it's good for you, you mm -hmm. know. And then you understand that your skin is your mm -hmm. most important or your largest organ. Facts. And that whatever you put on it, you should be able to ingest. Correct. Right. So in doing that. And during, it was 2019. So we've been making our own body butters, mm -hmm. making our own things for a long time. And then one day my father said, you can, you should consider selling that. And mm -hmm. I was like, can selling it? Like everybody can just go in the kitchen and take some cocoa <laughs> butter and some shea butter and Can't. some coconut oil. And like, what yeah. are you talking about? Mm -hmm. I even have friends that would cook with shea butter. Mm. So, you know, it's like, I didn't think anything to it, but it became a thing. That's good. And we've so been it, sticking with it. Nah, for sure. And I, I didn't know how uh, the origin story, but I'm glad you said that also because I think, like you said, we, we're becoming vegan. You have to start cooking a lot of mm -hmm. things. And that's been one of my, my biggest struggles, like mm -hmm. learning how to do different things. Like I try to make grits <laughs> with quinoa because I know it's possible. Both? <laughs> Both yeah. together? No, no, not mixing, but oh, make grits oh. out of quinoa. Because oh. I seen a recipe, I'm like, y'all want grits. So I was like, let me make it. But where I messed up, I got organic quinoa, I didn't wash it. So oh, I made okay, it. Okay. I had the butter, like vegan <laughs> butter. I had the the milk. Uh, mm -hmm. I think I had almond milk or oat milk. I don't know. And it was like, <laughs> bro, it was nasty. I threw it away. I'm like, I'm never trying this again. So like, but then trying different things. But even like when I first started, I don't even do like the 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 burgers. Uh, what's those burgers called? Uh, you the, the Beyond uh, Burgers. Yeah, and, I don't even do that. Yeah. I, when I first started, the transition was a process. So what do you yes. feel like somebody else that's doing that transition? How do you feel like the best way for somebody that's been transition from the transitional diet? From the, well, well I know yeah, you, you talking we, about the processed things. Yeah, the processed yeah. things, yeah. I consider the processed foods to be more of a trans transitional diet. Okay. It's for those that are looking to come away from meat, mm -hmm. but they're still dealing with the the, the, the mentality of they yeah. need to have meat mm -hmm. on their plate. Mm -hmm. um, they're going to evolve. Mm -hmm. You know, they're going to evolve. Just like how I said, I was I was mm -hmm. making seitan products out of yeah. seitan in the beginning. Mm -hmm. I don't do that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's, it, I mean, I think that that's what happened. That's the natural progression of things mm -hmm. is right. that you're going to, you know, transition into something that's healthier. Of course, as, yeah. as you should. Because, yeah. I mean, what what's the other option? Yeah. Are you going to ever get back to cooking? Cooking, making meal prep? Yeah. <laughs> um, If that's what God has for me. <laughs> I think he got it for you. We're going to put that out there. He got it for you. <laughs> yeah, so no. I, first and foremost, well, again, I definitely appreciate you you coming on. Mm -hmm. um, I definitely enjoyed this conversation. I know it's more things we could definitely talk about. Um, Any last words or any yes. messages you want to leave for anybody? Well, number one, we mm -hmm. have something for you. Okay. So we oh, wanted to Yeah, we brought yeah, let, you a let's gift. Let's do it on the show. We so, brought you a gift. Oh, I appreciate that. Let's bring it on the show. So Why not? We brought you some um, bath and body products. 
Oh, we're not <laughs> big on Christmas, but um, uh, happy same, early gift same. day. <laughs> I, I, I don't do Christmas. I don't do Thanksgiving. Yeah, we don't. I don't either. knock nobody that do, but I don't do it. <laughs> so we, we could put not that on come camera. on. The, we could not come on the show and not Make sure they bring you anything so we have you some liquid soap sandalwood liquid soap and then we have you an active activated charcoal soap bar with oats um and a soap dish and we have you some nice body butter look at that that's amazing <laughs> i appreciate it we're gonna definitely make sure we run this on the show make yes sure do a, se a separate one for this i see it got, got, the, got the stand for it too mm -hmm. no, i appreciate this i'm gonna hide this from uh my girlfriend, so she's oh, oh no, this. she's gonna get it. Yeah, she's nah, gonna get we, it. We're not even gonna <laughs> let her see this. Yeah, but my final message would be: don't allow any of the negative experiences to inhibit you from growing. Mm -hmm. You know, and always know that you're bigger than your circumstances. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now I appreciate that again because that's that's evolving through experience right there. It's evolve mm -hmm. or dissolve, um, and y'all y'all know, man. It's no other option. You yes. either gonna evolve or you are gonna dissolve. So again, if y'all enjoyed another episode of evolving through experience, make sure y'all follow us, y'all like us, uh, share it on all platforms, mm -hmm. and then man, just keep evolving to all my evolvers out there. I appreciate y'all again. Peace. I'm a bad friend. <laughs>